Welcome to the seventh episode, season two, Born in Trouble. I'm your host, John X. I'm here with my illustrious guest today, this Thursday. We have a special guest, Mr. Orlando Walters, is joining us again. Orlando, say hello to the people. Uh, Good evening. Good evening, everyone. Glad to be here. Thank you for having me. Orlando may go in and out from time to time, but we'll see what happens. And, of course, we have Mr. from... Rob, why are you looking at me like that? I'm just trying to give you your announcement, man. I it wasn't even about you. I, I just I just happened to see that earlier in the day, you know, Orlando was chilling reading GQ magazine and drinking some Jack and Coke. So hey, what was that about there, Orlando? What, what, what's that about? And only I, lunch? I, I, got that, I got that issue sitting on my couch. I haven't had a chance to read it yet. So this is what happens. This is what your stockbroker does when the market closes on Friday, right? He stops working on Thursday. Oh. Uh, that uh, huh? well yeah yeah t- t- tomorrow's a holiday I, I, I hopefully you can hear me tomorrow's a holiday and i i took the afternoon off just to you know started some early drinking and to you know uh smoke some ribs and steak so yeah That's it's been a good right day there. yeah yeah yeah, we, like great yeah. yeah i peeped that online i was thinking like the your your customers seems to have turned the electric switch off the shock switch and allowed you to leave the leave the um, terminal for a little while. So congratulations, Orlando. Yeah, no, I had to do it. Tax season, tax season has been rough this year and they just extended it. So it's just going to be more weeks of longer hours, but you do what you got to do. Yeah. Do what you got to do. And involved in that conversation from Philadelphia, New Jersey, the tri-state area, Mr. Robert Brooks. Good morning. Good morning. One and all. How are you? Good morning. Nine o'clock. Good morning. And of well, you course, know like there, I went years saying good morning to people until I had my first drink of the day. And then I really stopped drinking. So now I go weeks to say good morning all day, every day. Mm, waiting for that drink. That's good, Rob. That That's good, coming. Rob. It's a sign of sobriety and a little bit of mental illness. And, <laughs> a lot of mental illness. And of course, from Detroit, representing Big D and. City Wings. Wait, man. Wait, nah, what? Six West Grand Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan. I need a boo. I need a boo. We're, that, that's, you're late on that. I thought you was about to say my name, dog. You're late on that. I thought that. you was about to say my name, and then I could just say it. B, when you hear City Wings, you give the address. That's the way this works. This is the way free advertising works. Mr. Grant Lancaster. Right, right, right. Round of applause. What up, dog? We're gonna, te- we're gonna test you on that later on in the show. You know, you know we're gonna have to throw a crack test. Please do. I might even be in the middle of a <laughs> sentence, do. having a completely and totally different thought. Thought, and I'm gonna say <laughs> those two words. I'm not gonna say them now because if I say them now, I expect to hear the address right down the street from Motown. <laughs> That's so, right. So anyway, guys, hey, be- before we before we get started, quick question for you. Not just a, a little bit. Of, off the track you mentioned you said city wings yes sir is that city wings city wings is a restaurant in detroit owned by mr grant lancaster if you if you went to howard he he originated in dc so if you went to howard you probably lost oh okay 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 i I was curious because i was looking at the uh wing stop to buy into 
Uh, so that that uh, that piqued my interest when I heard City Wings. Yeah, yeah. Wingstop don't put the don't put the money behind their product. <laughs> yeah, and this is why and this is why you can't give stockbrokers a day off because they still find a way to talk about stocks. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, that's just the truth. It's like you. We hey, are what hey, we do. Hey, not, not not for nothing. This this uh this podcast was responsible for a very tip. Um, if you remember, uh, the first week in the matter of fact, the first show we did this year, yeah. we got a, uh, uh, Oculus was birthed out of that podcast. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you bought it, when I told you to at 40 cents, you would be up like I am <laughs> 47%. Okay. <laughs> okay. So. You know, I, I, I owe this podcast, you know, I, I, I and, and what, what was my man's name? Gene. That's Gene. I, I, owe, I owe Gene a, a shout out. You're actually, yeah. you're actually sitting so, in for Gene right now. Who's down in Atlanta taking some time off okay. with his grandson and everything. He actually hit me up earlier okay. in the day or he hit us. Up, did you guys get that text with yeah. the idea about the yeah. show? And I'm like, yeah, I thought yeah. you were taking a week off. You're on vacation. You're on vacation. Yeah, he's, he's on vacation for being on vacation. That motherfucker don't do shit. <laughs> <laughs> he's the Tommy. He's Friends the Tommy of the show. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, Eddie Burke. Well, people say the same thing about me sometimes. I actually had to get up and leave my house and do some actual work this week. It wasn't fun. It was not fun. Dude, fortunately, this is a radio program. Like, turn square up to the camera for a little bit. Why? My microphone is it's it's no. because of my setup, bro. It's no, I'm of my talking setup. about your mustache. What? Okay, when you square up, it looks a little bit better. But like when you're on the profile, mm-hmm. it looks like you looks like you were drinking when you shaved this morning. When you no, trimmed no, it. no, no, no. <laughs> One side like looks real thin. And yeah, then. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. See, this is why I can't have nice things. This guy just kills me. I just walk in. I just walked into that one like blindly and everything. I wasn't doing anything. Do, do, do. Hey, how you doing? Smack. <laughs> all right. What's on your mind, brother? What's on all our minds? Mr. Uh, Floyd. Mr. George Floyd is on our minds right now. Um, Another one of these great injustices that we've seen in our life because... There is no justice that's going to come from this case. Derek Chauvin could spend the rest of his life in behind um, bars, and George Floyd isn't coming back. So that's just the reality of it. And watching this, watching this um, case on TV has been like very difficult. It's um, it's like really weird. I think it was Gene that texted me this week, early in this week, and asked me, "Was I watching this? Was I watching the um, trial?" I wasn't even aware that the trial was coming on TV. And ever since I got that text, it's just been trying to find different things to do to not see that and not watch every second of it and relive every moment of it because it's painful. It's painful to watch. It's hard to watch, and it's also difficult to watch the American judicial system at work sometimes the adversarial system where the first couple of days they were trying to put him on trial yeah, and try to make this about what he did rather than what Derek Chauvin did. Well, I think that the witnesses really made a good show of it. You know, well, they, I, I think they, they got lucky though. The one woman who was phenomenal is the, the, 
Mm-hmm. Laura tried to flip it on her mm-hmm. um, and was like, you know, so memories get, you know, fuzzy sometimes under stress. And she's like, yeah, that's why it's good that we got it on tape. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. She's I'm welcome. Like, Absolutely. Yeah, listen, your, your barbecue ticket is, is stamped from, <laughs> from country to country, you know, state to state. You welcome. Um, it's it was it's just it's just difficult to watch. But she was very affected. the The part about that 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 was the worst part was you could see how affected she was by the whole experience. Just watching this man, who you know, she obviously, I don't think there's probably a racist moan in her body. You can you can tell those people. You can tell the difference. And she was just seeing. She just looked at him and she saw a human being being tortured and being murdered right in front of her eyes. And that was just the theme the entire time. The MA fighter was excellent. His testimony was like really, um, I mean, as someone who's bounced at clubs before, you know what you can and what you can do. You know what, you know what obsessive forces. Sometimes when you're working in the clubs, you got some bouncers and they want to hurt the patrons. They want to hurt the guys. They want you to like get too drunk so that way they can lift you up or lift your feet up off the ground and slam you into the ground or do whatever it is that they're going to do to you. Police are no different. You know, um, it, it's just been hard to watch. I'm, and I kind of even don't even want to. I, I just want to really cover this briefly because I think we've all seen enough. I think all of America knows exactly what happened there. I don't even think it's more of a race thing. I think that this guy, you look at it, um, my theory has always been the same, that it's it's a beef between Chauvin and Floyd. They worked at the same club. He knew the guy from the club. They held him on the scene. He was sitting in the car. You see Chauvin get out the car. First thing he does is take takes his uh, gloves out of his pocket, Puts the gloves on his hand, slowly, methodically walks over there, just like, you know, you're, it's like he was going to fuck. He was about to go, he was about to go deep and he knew it and he took pleasure in it. And when he put his knee down on his neck, it looked like he enjoyed the entire time. He enjoyed the banter. He had no problem whatsoever with the names that they were calling him. He actually reveled in it and he, um, did what he, felt he wanted to do at that point in time. And whether they were witnesses or no witnesses, witnesses be damned. He was going to kill that, kill that man. And that's what he did. And it's tough to watch. And I think everybody knows it. And I've even heard people like, um, someone who works with someone close in law enforcement say that even law enforcement, they don't like this shit, you know? And that's, that's when you know, you've gone far. When you've gone too far, when you have law enforcement guys looking at sitting at home, watching this shit, saying this shit ain't right because they know what the repercussions are. It's all fun and games when everybody's calling you Antifa and Antifa is actually like Bill, who's got a locker three, three, like, you know, lockers down from yours in the fucking, you know, in the NYPD or the or the police department, like, you know, thing. And, oh, what are you? You're going out tonight to play agitator? Yeah. I'm going to break some windows. It's it's like, it's a lot of fun for them because they know they're not really in danger, but something like this puts them actually in danger because now people are talking about, if you see someone subduing a man on the street, if you see a police officer subduing someone on the street, 
you may be without in your rights or it may be the right thing for you to do to actually rush those officers and make sure that George Floyd doesn't happen again. And that's the that's the part of it. We always talk about our our point of view and our point of view is like definitely the only one that matters. But if you don't consider the other people that are involved in any interaction, you're really doing yourself a disservice. And they Derek Chauvin did the police a grave disservice by behaving in that manner. I, I still I need to find say, out where he got his house say, in Windermere, Florida from. I need to find out where he got that cash from. Well, he got it from working at the club with George Floyd. That, like, that, yeah, was, I mean, look, he was making some big glue. If he got, if he bought a house in Windermere. He making some big glue. There's so many people but in the situation. But 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 didn't his wife come from money? Or didn't his wife come from money? Nah, his wife is hiding money. You see, a guy like listen, like you know, every we don't we never have honest conversations about what police are, what America is what the whole situation is. We never have these honest conversation because if you had an honest conversation about police officers in the United States of America, police and criminals oftentimes work hand in hand in different neighborhoods, in different areas until the day that Americans say, I do not want my cocaine on Friday night. I don't want my meth on Friday night. You're going to have collusion. And that's just the fucking reality of it because it there's too much money in it. You're not going to stop it. What you really want to hope to do, if we're having an honest conversation about what the world is today, I'm not talking about this pie in the sky, like, you know, we're all good people. We're not all good people. We're not. That's just the fucking reality. We are people. We are all flawed people. We are all people with issues. We are all people that some of us may aspire to be better. But the reality and the way that we try to paint reality leaves us painfully and dangerously at risk to the Derek Chauvin's of the world. Because on one hand, this guy is working at the same club as George Floyd providing security. You know, when you're up in those clubs, a lot of times what you're securing are drug sales. You're securing the people that have them. You're securing them from the people that buy them. And you're securing the cut of the police that are outside and the people that are inside. And if everything goes good during that night, everyone goes home with fatter pockets and somebody gets laid. That's what the clubs are. That is what Chauvin did for like 15 years, sitting outside of that same club where George Floyd worked. Don't tell me that this is some shit that's like a mistaken identity. Don't tell me that they didn't know each other. I sat there and I watched that nightclub owner. And really, honestly, the reason why I'm having this conversation is that nobody, this is the conversation nobody really wants to have. This is the stuff they want swept under the the rug. They don't want the police to know. They don't want people to go in there and look at what the activities of that club going back and forth because people get paid off of that. Police officers get paid off of that. So they don't want to uncover that. Nobody wants that. 
This is when you're fucking up the business, Derek. And that's what he did. And the truth of the matter is that, like, yo, I can accept the fact that all police are not good people. As long as they're not rapists or killers. You need bad people to check other bad people. That is just reality. And this is the world that we live in. So I think that what he did was a step too far, even for a lot of them. And I think he's going down for it. But we have to watch it in real time. And it's terrible. And um, this is the first time I've probably made any statements about this, you know, in my home, to my family, whatever. And I'm surprised that what just came out of my mouth. Honestly. Grant, you wanted to say something? Yeah, I have a I have a. So in in my estimation, um, let me just say, first off, I'm not watching the trial. Okay. the reason I'm not watching it is because in my mind, I already know what's going to happen. I understand that the judicial system and the police departments of America are cousins Right. I understand that. So, I mean, y'all brothers are not even my cousins, but if I'm the judge and y'all are on trial, it's pretty much guaranteed that y'all are, like to the punish. Y'all, there's going to be no punishment for y'all. Okay. Right. So in my mind, it's already guaranteed that these cops are going to, that the cops are going to walk. Um, But I, I have a, I have a follow-up question based on something that you said about, um, you understand that some police are bad. So the way that I look at this thing is, to me, if you are a police officer, I cannot give you the benefit of the doubt. Okay. So when I look at you as a police officer, you are a bad man or a woman. And the reason I say that is because even if you're not, and you have condoned behaviors by whomever on the department. And it's just like any other, I mean, I work for the fire department. The fire department, we know, we know who does what. Okay. Right? It's not a secret. We know which house to go to if you want to do X, Y, and Z. Right? What engine house to go to for whatever, whatever your vice happens to be. Okay. And I'm sure that in in police departments is pretty much the same. Mm -hmm. So if you know that there's corruption, there's racism, there's murder, there's whatever there is in the police department, and you just turn your back on it and allow it to happen, then I cannot trust you. Mm. That's deep. And it's 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 very true. Um, what's the question? Well, I'm, I'm I guess it wasn't really a question. It was more of a, it was more, more of a statement. statement. But, yeah, yeah. It felt like a question in your in your mind, but then when it came out, yeah, right, right. I, I think I answered the question as I was saying what I was saying. Right. Um, like I said, man, I just I just find it hard to believe that um, we we falling for the banana in the tailpipe yet again. Here we are watching this trial on television, hoping and praying that 
you know, they do the right thing. The cops, the cops that beat the shit out of Rodney King on on videotape are going down. Here we are yet again, hoping that the killers of Breonna Taylor are going down. Here we are yet again, hoping that you know whatever. I mean, whatever situation you want to name, I, we're, we're we're in the same position. Hoping, see, I, hoping, hoping. I, I'm not. I'm not hoping for it. Like I don't care whether he. Whatever happens to him, whatever the jury decides is what the jury decides at this point. You know, what I'm hoping is that he took such a step that some of the reforms that people have been talking about for years, the things to try to pull things in line, he is forcing the hand. His behavior has forced the hand in some of these departments to start putting into some of these reforms that really need to happen. Mm-hmm. Like he's made it so plain and naked that there are some districts where people just you can't deny it. And now you got to start moving the reform bus forward. I I think that, I think that, um, this instance, we, we've seen more people upset, the stomachs turned disgusted by the behavior. I would probably say 60% of Americans probably feel, and that's a pretty high number, you know? And then you you've got the apologists and like the white supremacists. They're never going to, see anything other than what they see, which is like past the surface. He did something somewhere. He deserved it somehow. And that's per- just them. What percentage of the people would you say thought Donald Trump should have been impeached? I'd say 90 if they were being honest. And what happened? Well, that's different. They're all about white supremacy. See the see. And and police are not. Well, here's the thing. A lot of, and we saw this with the Capitol insurrectionist. There is a whole segment of white people that don't have any use for the police whatsoever. The outlaws, quote unquote, you know, that mm-hmm. will beat you with the flag if you're wearing a uniform, mm-hmm. no matter what skin color you are. Absolutely. So when you, you have to, this is why you have to look at each situation individually because. With Donald Trump, Donald Trump represented the way that they feel, the way that they all feel. Derek Chauvin, he represents something else, you know, because there's plenty of white guys that have been harassed by police, too. Um, Maybe not the guys in suits, the guys on Wall Street, but bikers, um, less fortunate ones, they get the same treatment. And that's what you're and that's what you're really seeing is you see a lot of people that are looking at it because until you can actually put yourself into a situation, there are a lot of people that looked at George Floyd on that floor and on that pavement being choked out and they could imagine themselves being in the same predicament. So so you're saying the diet whites are up in arms as well, but not the not the. The one, the ones who can semi relate, and I'm, uh, and I'm only gonna say semi relate because we don't have to be doing anything, right? When bikers, when bikers get caught up in shit, they generally, pro- they it. probably have been doing something. Yeah, they've been doing, you know something. what I mean, right. or at least have a track record or are associated with whatever, whatever. We don't have to be doing anything to to catch that harassment, right? right? So. They, not to not to say that they don't matter, but to the police, they are collateral damage because the police are here 
to protect rich white people's property. Right. They ain't here to protect nothing else, bro. They're no. here to protect rich white people's property and money. And if you get close to fucking that up, they'll kill your ass. Right. But and the ones and the people that assort, that are associating with it, I wouldn't say they're even I wouldn't even say that they're even um sympathizing. I would say possibly a part of them is empathizing at that because if they do know if they do know a black guy that they thought was all right, he was probably like George Floyd. Met him in a situation like George oh, Floyd. You know? No question. So this is so this is like this is why it probably strikes a deeper chord with a lot of them than the average interaction would. And I'm I'm not sitting here saying that they are affected in the same way that you and I would be affected. You know, we're all different. But um, yeah, it's just Orlando. You have any so thoughts? I- you haven't weighed in on this one. I think you're muted. Yeah. Well. If you do, yeah, there you yeah, go. Can you hear me? Now I can hear you. All right. Yeah. So my, my thoughts on this are, I, I, you know, you know, there's a, there's a part of me that wants to believe that the right thing is going to happen. Uh, but we've been here before. Um, we've had videos before. The videos aren't as new as people want to believe that they are. We've, we've, we've had videos before and Rodney King was I've on been, video Rodney King was a video uh Philando Castillo there was yeah. a video yeah um okay. and then and, and there've been others yeah I've been watching the, the the trial today I actually had to turn it off because they had uh Joy uh with uh, George's girlfriend on the stand today mm-hmm. and they were making an issue out of the fact that he used the word mama and they were trying to, whether he used it, whether he said the word mama that he was calling out to his mother, his birth mother, mm-hmm. or he was saying mama because that was his, the pet name he gave to his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Like they made that an issue. That he said the word mama and who was he referring to? They put that on trial. And when I was watching that, I said to myself, they are taking it to such a petty level to, again, making it seem like him using the word mama, who cares who he was referring to? He never would have even had to say mama if this guy's knee wasn't on his neck for nine minutes. Well, the point is that the district attorneys, district, district attorneys across the country have found a successful de- defense in putting black culture and everything black on trial in these cases. That's what's important. That's what they're, that's what he's under trial for. That's what he, why he was killed because he is black and he's dangerous. He's a large black man. He's on drugs and he's dangerous. But even going back to her testimony where she was admitting, and that was pretty much the only testimony I saw today. I saw um, pieces of other stuff, 
but you know, I'm working. I got, I've got my um, TV on. I'm, I'm barely paying attention to it. Cause like, you know, I can't, you know, I can't, well, it's my normal, it's my normal way of going about doing things, but also I just can't even more so today, but they made an issue out of them being drug addicts. And they were trying to put that on trial. The fact that he's uh, dangerous and maybe he might even have this animalistic strength that black men seem to possess, whether on drugs or not on drugs. The same way medical doctors feel that black people don't feel pain in the same way. This is a this is something within the psyche of America that we are just we are um, inferior but superior in um, strength and rage in ways that we've never expressed. It's never been proven. We were talking online today in that conversation we had just to, to bring something else into it. And we were talking with your guy online. And um, I said to him, the only thing that really got him calm was when I said, well, if America were to legalize all drugs, then we wouldn't have a need for the border wall either. Because this is all drug related. These people are running over to over the border because the cartels in their country are running out, running them out of their cities in these countries. And they're and they're running to get to the United States of America. That's the biggest excuse. And. Once again, drugs are put out there as a reason why this happened to these people, as if drugs, as if these people aren't profiteering off of these drugs, hand over fist. So the whole shit is crooked. Even Derek Chauvin, you know, I'm, I'm, I guarantee you, I would, I would be willing to bet $5,000. If I could do a get a real actual investigation and know some people in the area that this shit is some drug shit or this is some personal beef shit based upon drugs and money flowing through that club. Maybe he was scamming money. Maybe he was skimming, you know, making sales himself when he shouldn't have made sales himself in that club during COVID. And this guy was going to get him. He worked that club for a long time. It all comes back to drugs to me. It all comes back to drugs, in which case it all comes down to the legalization of drugs, which is not a popular thing. But, you know, look at the shit that we're in right now. Look at the shit show that we're in right now. No reason for these people to even know each other. Be in the same circumference. Whatsoever. I hope they put him under the jail. I I I, I I I hope so also, but I, like I said, I don't I don't feel confident that he's going to be convicted. Well, let's uh, let's just uh, change gears for a second here. You know? <laughs> no, because we all, you know what we we we're in the same we're in the same spot with that. The only thing I can say about that is there are more black people on that jury than I've ever seen on any jury, you know, that's trying a police officer in a capital murder case, in a capital case. And um, they don't seem to be letting them get away with shit. Well, 12 jurors, right? 12 jurors. How many black? I think, um, I don't know. I think I saw like five. Yep. Seven whites. I don't think the seven whites. I think it's actually only like four whites in this case. 
Which you only need four. one for a hung jury. You only need one four for whites, a hung jury. Four whites, and then what? What's the what's the rest of the breakdown? I don't. I don't know. I would have to look it up. Honestly, I would have to look it up. I try not to listen. I I really try not to get invested into these things because it's like I I'm kind of empathic. So when when I watch these things and I look at these things, it's like I automatically connect with these people, and it bothers me for a longer period of time than it does other people. So I understand my limitations. So I just don't get into it because if I get too deep into it, like I'm never coming out. That's my sunken place. So I I don't want to get into it. I don't. I personally am. I'm more like I don't understand why nobody's created a drop squad at this point. So we can get some of these motherfuckers. Let's get a GoFundMe for that shit. So three black men, three black men, one black woman. Two women who identify themselves as multiracial. There are two white men and four white women. Urban and suburban ranging in from ages from their 20s to their 60s. And the two alternates are white women. We will see. We will see. You know, the other big thing is that that I noticed is I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to flip the switch and get away from this trial for a second. Yeah, oh, gonna, you're going to get onto a, an even more depressing topic. More depressing topic. Get onto that young man and... and <laughs> Which 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 more depressing topic? It's Sean? all the, it's all it's. No, I'm not going to get to Deshaun okay. yet. You know, we're gonna we're gonna get back to him. But I'm going to talk about the Asian lady who got kicked in the face the other day in New York City. Did y'all see that? I know everybody's Un- seen that. Unfortunately, I've seen that video, and I agree with the fact that they fired the dude in that building who sat there and watched the security in that building who just watched. Yeah. Well, I can see that. Yeah. He needed some help. That the person that the perpetrator is very interesting though. He just got out of jail a couple of months ago for stabbing his mom at eighteen years old. Right. Stabbed his mom to death in front of his little sister or little brother. Did all that time in jail, came out. Now he's walking the streets, kicks an Asian lady in the face and keeps going and everything. Well, jail's not really the place to go to get your attitude. And your uh, your thinking corrected, like it's a place to, people don't get better in jail. Yeah, well, people, especially like him, who probably we see all the time. You know, Dylan Roof shoot, shoots up a church, and he's mentally deficient. He's got a mental problem. This kid stabbed his mom at eighteen years old, and they sent him to what? Sing Sing. Clearly, he had a mental issue. Clearly, he has a mental issue. So this goes back to like them closing the hospitals. No, so. he's he, go he's ahead. black. Black people don't have mental issues. No, black people know exactly what they're doing at all times, man. They survive. How long slavery, y'all been living man? in this country? You know that. They're, they're How long y'all been living in this country, man? Oh my life. We know exactly what we're doing at all times. So, That's why we're always just guilty and go to jail. Right. My point exactly. You know, we don't we don't get to we don't get to have a bad day. Yeah. No, no, mm. you don't get any of that. <laughs> you you're not bipolar, sir. You're black. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, he's obviously I. This is not this is not necessary. I think the only Asian thing that has to do with it was like the messages that were going through to his like tiny brain receptors, and who can he kick? That he may be able to get away with it. Asians, Asians, Asians. That's all he's hearing. Everybody hates him. You hear Kung Flu 
and everything. Kung flu, if that's not an invitation to hit somebody, you're talking about martial arts. <laughs> Kung flu would be an invitation to hit the person who first said it because it's a bad joke. Wah! But this is what it but this is what it is. But this guy is mentally deficient. And I read an article today where they did a test because I actually made that statement you know, in the beginning. And first thing in the morning, I'm like, I'm reading about this guy. I'm like, he's mentally deficient. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't be. This is not. He's not representative of anything of other than someone who's off his meds, you know. And then they did a t- they did a investigation of all of the people who have been who have been like beating on these Asian people. And they came up with some like statistic that it was like, um, I think like they had a total of uh, 22 mental illness calls between all of them over the years. And go ahead. Go ahead. There's a very good chance if you're just walking around randomly dropping people, you have a mental illness. That's that's that that right there would be the first sign that there is that there is a mental problem. Because most human beings just trying to get through their day, you know, <laughs> without being killed. Right. You know, like they just want, they just want to live. Right. You know, I want to make some money and I want to live. You walking around just randomly giving people right hooks. There's a chance that you, you're somehow mentally deficient. You're probably off a little bit. There's something yeah. wrong. And, you know, I thought when I read that, I automatically I thought about Grant because not because he's like <laughs> running around slapping people. At times, but he did throw cups of water on people in in like showers. Though I do remember that Grant. I just fucking hey, flashed hey, back hey. for a second. But yeah, we're not going to hey. talk about that. We're not going to talk about that. Like, I, was eight, Drew. I was also eighteen years old at that point in time, traumatized. But I did not come out and start punching people in the hallways of Drew when that happened because I am not mentally <laughs> deficient in that way. Not in that way. Other ways possibly, but not in that way. So I look at this and I see I see all this stuff going on. And I wonder, I, I thought about Grant because what is it you always say? 80, what is it? The 80? 85, 85, 85, 10, and 5. 10, 5. Okay, so 85% of people are just looking at the fact that it's an Asian person getting hit. And the first thing that, they, that they're thinking is that the race of the person or whoever did it, and everything, they're just automatically buying right into the narrative that this is all about anti-Asian violence and that there's a whole movement of normal people going out there just punching people, punching and attacking Asian people on the street. When the actuality is and the reality is, just like anything else, there are actually a lot of mental patients that are out there punching people. And then what the question that you really have to ask is, once you find that these people are not responsible for their actions because they're kind of crazy, who fucking pumped them up to do that? Who pumped them up to go out there and attack these people? And then you find the real perpetrators. The real perpetrators are the guys talking about Kung Flu. Home. They say it's where the heart is. They also say it's wherever you make it. They don't say it's where you unload your stuff, get tired halfway through unpacking, use some boxes as furniture, realize your oven mitts in a box that doubles as a nightstand, don't want to buy a new nightstand, and use a towel as an oven mitt instead. But no matter where you call home, GEICO makes it easy to bundle and save on renters and car insurance. Easier than grabbing a piping hot pan with a towel that's a bit too thin and trying to quickly get it to the counter. 
hot, 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 hot. Or the guys blame, blame in China. And this is what they do. Normal people who have money sit there and they get on their fucking internets and they like go to the stores and they have these conversations. Yeah, these Asians are messing everything up. And you think everybody is fine around you, but there's that one crazy motherfucker that's right over there by the door that's listening to you. And he's going, yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. I'm going to attack me an Asian guy. Until they attack the old lady that actually used to run a Kung Fu school in San Francisco, you know, apparently back in the day, because she put the beats on that motherfucker. She handed it out. Oh, my God. She put the beats on him. That shit was the funniest shit in the world. Put the beats on him. But that's what he deserved. But, you know. Yeah, he earned every bit of it. Oh, yeah. But the 85% reacts, just reacts to the activity that happened. Exactly. And not who did the activity. So it makes me wonder, like, are we actually like that far down the hill or are we or do we just need to reopen the mental hospitals and stop allowing these people to put batteries in these crazy people's backs to do all this crazy shit? Because it's not if you have the argument about the guns. OK, and they always stop it. Well, we don't want crazy people to not have guns. Why? Why don't you want to limit these crazy motherfuckers? Because you actually want them to do the activities that you yourself are afraid to do yourself. That's the only explanation. Well, so, so, but to be, to be, you know, to be, you have to be diagnosed with something in order to be even on a, on a list to be excluded from buying a gun. I mean, who's out, how many people are really out there getting evaluated? You know what I'm saying? I mean, just let's just look at what's been happening over the past year, right? With this with this pandemic. Mm-hmm. How fucked up do you think people are over this pandemic? They're going batshit. You know what I'm saying? I mean, some some people, right, right, and it's not it's not some people, it's everybody. People are they just everybody. They're opening up. So the, everybody needs to be evaluated at some point. They're opening up the doors. I don't. I don't even. I didn't even get to see what happened in California today, but I. I just saw that for a second. Apparently, somebody that they, that they knew came in, came into some place and like shot up four people. I don't even have the fucking time to like learn that shit. There's so much crazy bad stuff going on out here, but this is what happened today. You know, and these this these are the effects of being locked up for so long. And I, I I've got a lot of questions today. I don't have enough we don't have enough time to cover everything that I'm thinking today. You know, that's for sure. But I have a lot of questions about a lot of different things today. And somebody, somebody asked me a question in the barbershop the other day and you said Kung Flu, and so it reminded me. When we were like kids and we were watching three the hard way. Did we understand how bad that movie was? Or did we just not care because it was black people? Uh, we didn't care. We didn't care because it was black people. I still think it was a like, cinematic marvel. I, I, I was watching the other day in the barbershop. And I was like, wow, this is worse than I remember it being. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it still like, I, still wasn't going, I still wasn't leaving. Like it wasn't until my phone rang and they reminded me I had to get my ass someplace and I was like, oh, I got to stop watching this. Like I'd watch the, I'd have sat there for an hour and a half if I had to. Well, I, I mean, I mean, let's be honest. 
the scene when Jim, Jim Kelly beats up all those cops. We all know he would have been shot. <laughs> they would have shot him. Like, you know, I don't understand why they keep coming at him with billy clubs. I'm just Trying a layman. Set me up. You know, if I'm standing, if I'm sitting, if I'm sitting on the stoop across the street and I have a gun, I would pull it out <laughs> and shoot him at that point. He's just Bruh. going too crazy. He might just beat my ass afterwards. Gonna probably shoot something. him in the leg. Let me tell you something. What? I love to read it hard way. Mm-hmm. But the scene is the early scene in the movie when the, the cat that escapes from the little farm or whatever is in the car and he's talking to Jim Brown and he's like holding his gut. He's like, hey, Jimmy, what's up, man? Dog. It's the worst, <laughs> the worst acting, other than, other than probably common in just right. It's probably the worst acting I've ever seen in my life. Dude. I, Literally, that is the scene that made this woman go, did we understand how bad this was when we were young? <laughs> Dog, it's insane, bro. But I, we were happy to have it. I have to give you your props, Grant, because... What people don't know is that you have probably one of the most um, in- intense collections of black movie cinema in the world. Yes. You've been collecting I'm, that since the 80s. I'm a black 80s. movie connoisseur. Yes, you are. Black movie connoisseur. This, I love them all. This is the man who inter- introduced me to the spook who sat by the back door. You didn't actually have the movie. We didn't oh, actually yeah, have yeah. that movie. But at that time, I, I was yes. able to go down to the media center at Howard and watch it. And you were like, you saw the movie? I was like, yeah, the media center allows you to see movies. And you were like, oh. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, yeah. I knew all the dope resources. I'm like, yes. All you need is your card. But um, yeah, it was all good. You know, but you, you are so, and the simple fact that you described the scene as if you had just watched it. Three minutes ago <laughs> tells everyone all they need to know. City Wings. 2896 West Grand Boulevard, Detroit, they, Michigan, sir. Yes, what there up? you go. There you go. He didn't slip up. He did not slip up. So yeah, so and that's a that's a good one. Let's go now. Let's go into another black topic. Black quarterbacks, Deshaun Watson. I don't know if there's going to be a happy ending to this story. Well, there have been several happy endings. Exactly. That's what got him into this thing in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Robert Kraft took happy endings. Listen, I'm not going to see. This is this is what's wrong with us. We assume that he's guilty. He's not necessarily guilty. I assume he's innocent. He's not. He just. I assume that he's innocent. Personally, he just wants out of Houston. And they don't want him in. They don't want him out in Houston. The interesting, what I saw that was interesting about that story today is that the attorney for all these women, that the number keeps climbing um, up every day, when asked to provide um, proof and evidence to law enforcement in that area, came out and said that he is not going to provide them with the information. Ask me why. Why, John? Why would that be, sir? Well, apparently, this man had an unsuccessful run at the at a legal office there and the person who beat him is in charge of the DA's office so he feels 
that if he turns over this information to them, no lie, if he turns this information over to them, it's going to get lost somewhere because they still have a vendetta after beating his ass in a political in a political one on one. That dude has decided that he no longer has to provide evidence because the person that beat him is in charge of the department where he has to try cases against them. And this he gave happens a, when you get your law degree from the University of Phoenix. Yeah, yeah. You come up with shit like this. Yeah. And and they actually right. it's it's a little bit deeper than that. There's like two people that are involved and he says that he can't give it to this one and he can't give it to that one. And even though his brother in law is high up in law enforcement there, his brother in law, he still doesn't trust it. He won't even give the information. So we're just gonna have to wait for proof. That yeah, Deshaun Watson who, did something. Attorneys who do shit like this should be disbarred. I'm I'm like, sorry. What do you mean? He he. he what do you do? Like, stuff like I what? mean, if 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 this if this shit is proven to be just frivolous, mm-hmm. and none of the accusations bear any fruit, and it's just been pretty much a smear campaign against Deshaun Watson, mm-hmm. he ought to be disbarred. Well, yeah, if you're if you're an attorney who's sitting there like stringing the police and the district attorney along, like I've got this, I've got this evidence, I've got this evidence, I've got this evidence, I'll show you at a later date. If it turns out at some point that you never had that evidence, you should be disbarred. Well, apparently 31 other women masseuses have come forth and said that they've also worked with Deshaun in the past and he's never been anything except for professional with them and good with them. And they've actually come to his defense at the same time. So thirty one other thirty one other this brother's got a lot of leisure time. He's taking care of his body the right way. You know, he probably gets probably gets a massage after every practice. Probably, you know, that's true. So all all these women, I haven't really been following it too too deep, but all all the women that are accusing him of of something are masseuses. Yes, yeah, masseuses. Yes, all of them. Yes, they're claiming that he they're claiming that he asked for happy endings, or they didn't actually. We don't know what they're claiming. Let me just change that. We don't know what they we we know that they're saying that he was inappropriate. Inappropriate can mean anything. He could have walked out butt naked to the butt naked to the uh, massage table, you know, and then said, "Put the towel over my ass." I'm Deshaun Watson. You know what I'm saying? You're looking at thirty million dollar schlong. Enjoy it, honey. <laughs> you know that could have been what I'm he Deshaun said. Deshaun Watson, bitch. Exactly. But what? But, Enjoy but, but but what would be the crime? Like like what would be the crime? Him walking like her boyfriend has, has a smaller slung. She's upset. I mean, she's upset. in this Me Too era, in this Me Too era, if if the way it seems to work to me is if women don't if even if your approach is genuine, if they don't like it, it's wrong. It's on some Me Too shit. It's wrong. I, because that's that's one hundred percent perception. It's not or opinion. It's not it's not factual. You know what I mean? Not necessarily. It don't have to be factual. Well, him and Cuomo you know have I mean? him and Cuomo have that in common. Because like one of the allegations this week was that Cuomo had grabbed a woman um by both cheeks, kissed her on both cheeks and then on the mouth. Just like any other old school Italian man did back in the seventies and eighties and nineties. 
and exactly, 70s exactly, and 80s. Exactly right. Some of your aunts grabbed you and you're like, ah! Yeah, exactly. This is what, this is, it's a cultural thing. So it's like now they're, it worked against black people, so now they're putting the Italian culture under, um, <laughs> you know, on trial now in order to get rid of Cuomo. So it's like, and that's really what it comes down oh. to. Go ahead. Go ahead. And Deshaun claim bipolar, like, uh, like your boy from Seattle. No, Chad Wheeler. Even though he's he he's still in jail. See, yeah, Chad pe- Wheeler. People don't he, even know he's bipolar. So you know, people don't even know that story. Those pictures, like, if you've seen those pictures of that woman, Chad Wheeler. If if you don't know, Chad Wheeler, former Giant, they cut him. Um, actually gave him his first shot. And um, he had a black girlfriend, and he beat her damn near to her fucking... He told her he was going to kill her. As he had his hands around her neck, and she passed out. And when she woke up, he laughed and said, fuck, I can't believe you're still alive. Or something to that nature. Yeah. And this is a guy, nobody even knows that story. But yet we hear all about um, the the shakedown of the Sean <laughs> Watson. <laughs> He right. He's a, he's six seven, three hundred and whatever pounds he is. Yeah, three hundred and fifteen. <laughs> right, and beat up a beat up a five foot six. What a five foot six something. Well, she, she does like a buck forty five. She doesn't have blonde hair. She doesn't have blue eyes. He beat the brakes off of her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. And you know this is what this is the story. And he, he and and when the cops came to get him, he resisted arrest. Yeah, still walked into the police precinct. Didn't get shot. I mean, I'm saying, I'm saying six seven three fifteen is resisting arrest. That that motherfucker might need to, might need to be shot. You're looking at yeah, at least tased. <laughs> you know? I mean, I'm just saying. I don't. I don't I'm not advocating shooting anybody. You yeah. I mean, but, but but based on what they have done in the past, that's a guy right. who's shot. Like he fits right. the criteria of someone right. who should have been shot based on what they've done in the past. Like they, like we used to say, shit. You walked in that door, and you see what he's capable in the corner bleeding out, and you right. don't shoot him then. You don't feel like you're in danger? I guess it's because maybe it's something that you might have done yourself at some other time. You know, it's or you've seen it and you think it's okay. It's like people it's like these these police are not these police are not let's just be honest. Like these police are not like a lot of them are not like moral people. There are some of them. There's you know, there's a unicorn everywhere. There are unicorns everywhere. But that's not the job. It's not it's the job. Not, like, if you have any aptitude, you show any talent early in life. Like, when's the last time you were sitting and you were, you'd have to obviously look back and remember, but at any point ever when you were in school, did somebody go, you know what? That kid, he's got a really good demeanor, you know, and he, he's even tempered, blah, blah, blah. He would make a great police officer. If you have any intelligence or whatever, they push you to any career but that. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> right. Like nobody right. ever says, oh, that guy, that kid's so smart. You should be a cop. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, and think of the guys that, you know, who became cops, like how many of them were, you know, top 10 percent of their class? I you know, know, I know. Yeah. 
I know I know one police officer mm-hmm. who is like a really really good dude that I would like to this day I would probably trust him with my life white guy mm-hmm. and everything and that's cop was a cop oh he's a good dude yeah rest of the motherfuckers you know I mean listen like the other ones like you know I'm cool with them because they're my boys so I know that's a different level but if I was a stranger. When I necessarily like, you know, probably 50% of them fall on the other line, fall on the other line. The rest of them I know, they're my boys. We, we good. My family members, you know, I'm sure we good, you know, but yeah, but this good guy is very intelligent dude, but that comes with his martial arts training too. He's Mm -hmm. very disciplined as a young guy and like, he's very disciplined today from what I can see. And from what I know, I've only had brief conversations with him for over the past couple of years. But most of these guys, they're they're not that. And he's not really on the street too much either. So that's pretty much that. But, um, yeah, man, it's, it's all fucked up. You keep bringing yourself down. What would you say? Can we spin it back to Deshaun Watson? Absolutely. Sure, let's spin it back. Go ahead. Yeah, sure, bring it back. So, so, Orlando's just drunk. He's like, (laughs) it's all funny. I want to know. My question is Is there any video of Deshaun Watson in any of these episodes? We don't know yet. Because, Because we know that there was video of Robert Kraft. Getting his hand job or blow job or whatever he got. Probably and then both. the judge ordered that they destroy the tape. Probably both. Right? Well, right. Kraft, we 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 know he, this. He got that long money in a Republican state. Like he's mm-hmm. covered. Right. I mean I get well, it. Well he wasn't covered. I get then. it. But I'm saying that I'm saying there was there was tangible video evidence. He walked and then they destroyed the tape. Dan Roethlisberger accused of rape by a couple of women. Predator. I mean, granted, it was a different time. It was a different time. It was 15 years ago. Dude moved. He bought houses near campuses because he liked co-eds. But go on. Go on. Listen, we know that he he was grabbing pussy like Donald Trump. We we understand that. Better. Swept under the rug. Mm Mm-hmm. Swept under the rug, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, and it was a different time. You know, social media was not as big. You know what I mean? Everybody wasn't in everybody's business. Everybody didn't have a camera phone in those times. Um, so I understand the, the, the difference in time. You know what I mean? Based on those two cases. But I'm just saying there, there, there's a uh, there's the way probably- that it's being covered. There's a probably there's you're, what you're saying is that there's probably a pretty good chance that if he's done what they're saying he's done, one of these places has if it's not direct video proof, it's him walking out of the room and her coming out disheveled, whatever, right behind it. Like exactly. Well, exactly. I, I think exactly where I'm going. I yeah. think a lot of the stuff with Deshaun Watson, like with his money, like we mentioned, like you, you, you say, like yeah, in house, like the Brett Favre. Yeah. Why would you? Why? Why would he go? all these different places for massages after his, after his uh, practices or after, I mean, look, you got 335 pound men running and falling on you. You need a massage. You know what I'm saying? You need massages. And then plus Mm -hmm. these guys, you want to play a long time. 
you can't really. And make you a need joke. a happy ending. Yeah, sometimes, sometimes I guess he would. <laughs> but um, but I mean, so, <laughs> look at Tom Brady. Tom Brady is what forty five. This guy hasn't yeah. eat, he hasn't eaten sugar since he was like what ten. You know, quarterbacks <laughs> go through quarterbacks. He, I, do I guarantee things. you, he's eaten sugar since he was ten because Giselle got to be sweet. Mm, mm, mm. Mm, Come mm, on now. Mm. Come on now. That's a nummy nummy moment. Mm. Like see, my now, man walked away from Bridget Moynihan. See, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, uh, uh. He, he well, threw it up in the air. Two isn't Why isn't Deshaun Watson smarter? I don't think he. I don't. Do, I'm not do we know that he's not smarter? We don't know that he's not. But the thing is, why even put yourself right in a position that anyone could even say something like that about you. I would think that I would think that really, if it's all about training, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Really, if it's all about training, you're probably smarter to hire a masseuse full time. That's what I'm saying. A dedic- and he has the money to do that. A yeah. dedicated a person. Team, yeah. That, you know, Monday, Tuesday, you, you, you work on me Wednesday, Thursday, you work like, you you have to be. I mean, come on. He's he's a black man. He's young. He has money. He has to know he's a target. He's definitely a target. And the lawyer, the attorney, actually lived like three houses down from the owner of the team or something like that. The guy who's like getting all these girls. He like lives like, but the, he claims he, but he claims he doesn't know them. They've never met. They have mutual acquaintances in the neighborhood. Or stuff like that. It's just like this is a this is a sham job. This is a sham job. But like you say, Grant, it's like the new times. It's like it doesn't take as much to stick these days. So to to but to to answer to answer Orlando's question, Orlando, you work in an office? Well, Are there women there? To, yeah. Yeah. Are there women there? Okay. Yes. You're at risk. Yeah. Rob, you work. Yeah. You you got women where you work, Rob? Oh hell yeah, I know. You're I'm at risk, risk, sir. X, well X don't work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I did. X, you got I women did. where you work? I did. I did. You got women where you work? I had women. You're under, at risk. I had women underneath me when I worked. Now, now, you know. granted, none of us have Deshaun Watson money. I I got women where I work. I'm at risk, right? None of us have Deshaun Watson money. So, you know, claiming that I sexually harassed you ain't gonna really, it ain't gonna bring you nothing. Ain't gonna, yeah, you ain't know? gonna get and you a whole lot. Assuming that all of us are in the same boat. It, it, you know you're I mean? you're I mean, just settling a vendetta. Like you're, you're just trying to buck up right. my money. You ain't getting nothing. You're not gonna benefit from it in that way. Yeah. Right. But if I was in a room, if Deshaun Watson, let's say Deshaun Watson was at a party. Let's say he was at a party mm-hmm. at the Texans owner's house. Mm-hmm. Christmas party. Mm-hmm. Women are there. All of a sudden, it comes out on December 26th that Deshaun Watson raped three women at the party. It don't. It don't even. It don't matter if it happened. Once once the accusation comes out, it really doesn't matter whether or not it happened. Yeah. Once it hits social because media, the accusation is out there. And the and the court of public opinion is going they're gonna make their decision on the spot. And as evidence, as more evidence occurs or as more evidence is 
revealed or if evidence is never revealed. Some people are going to be steadfast in their belief that Deshaun Watson is guilty. Some people are going to be steadfast in their opinion that this is just a sham job. You know, I mean, it, it could and, be either one. I don't and know. In the way that the, and in the way that the machine works, you know, we were talking about the legal system earlier and in the way that the machine works, he's going to have, you know, a lawyer. He's got to get a lawyer now. He's got a lawyer up, even though he knows he didn't do anything. He's still got a lawyer up. Lawyer is going to get him into the system. You know, another lawyer is going to take the case. Now they got to file papers. He's got to pay for that. They're going to suggest that he get NDLs. Mm-hmm. You know, right. look. You can spend X number of hours hours and dollars fighting it, or you can just write them a check. Which one you want to do? Yeah, well, that's you right. Th- and then get NDLs. And so, like, it, there's just this there's this whole industry built around a lot of this junk. Yeah, and it's the it's a new thing. I I really want to be around. I probably I'm not going to be relevant in 20 years. You know, I'm not going to be able to be in that in that atmosphere or put myself into those atmospheres again where I'd be able to do the dig, deep digging. But I really like to see, like, what's going to be effect the, the effect of a lot of the decisions that this generation has made when it comes towards canceling people based upon, like, um, really non not very aggressive things. But go back to something else. Someone told me. That a Hispanic woman said, you know, about our age said, like, look, you know, a lot of the stuff that Cuomo is being accused of, the stuff that we see as sexual harassment in our culture, we grow up with it as little boys, as little girls. The older men are always making comments about our bodies and mamacita and things like that. And like, we just learn how to handle it. We just deal with it. It's the same thing in a lot of, of Italian cultures. So now we're, 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 we're we're getting to a point where I always said it, that we would be in a very dangerous and tenuous spot when we get to the point where we start trying to legislate behavior and cultures. And that's what we're doing. And really, it's all their fault because they've done it. We see it on on this during this George Floyd trial. What are they what do they constantly put on trial? They put our blackness on trial. Did you think that it wasn't going to leak out to you that sooner or later they weren't going to put they were weren't going to put your cultures on trial too, and that's what this is. They're putting this guy on trial all because he wants to get traded, and they can get away with it because there's no repercussion. No, nothing's going to happen to them. They can keep this going for as long as they want and prove and bring nothing up, nothing up. And Deshaun is damned if he does and damned if he doesn't. If he pays. Then he's admitted guilt. If he doesn't pay, then well, he, he he can't he can't pay thirty one different people. So I mean, so, I mean, at some point it has to in the court of public opinion. He's already he's already you know dogged out. Mm-hmm. He, you know, it's I mean he he's not going to win that battle, but no. he can't pay off thirty people. He has to at some point he has to go to court or something has to happen, but he can't pay off 30 different people. Well, they haven't even they haven't even filed any they haven't filed any case against him. And what this is, this is a lot of court. This is really about this is really about fucking up Deshaun Watson on the field. Yeah, because they'll they'll settle a lot of court. It's not about it's not paying them off. is not is not the right term or phrase. They'll settle a lot of court. I don't even because that's. 
that's what they're that's if that's this, if this is a money grab drives it. yeah yeah if this is a money grab that's what you do you you make the accusation you get splashed all over the paper and then you set a lot of court I don't think this is a money grab. I really think this is about ruining the Sean Watson. Well, for these for these young ladies, like right. their the incentive for them to participate in it is exactly. that oh, you're going to get. I don't not believe for a second that they haven't already been promised X amount of dollars just for coming forward. Yeah, I think they that, probably already they probably got paid to do it. Yeah, it's one of those things where you sign your name on the on the dotted line. We'll give you five thousand now. And whatever else happens, if you end up dropping out, at least you got $5,000. Nobody really know who you are. And if it goes all the way through, then we'll get it. I don't, right. if they, if they end up trading the way, this is the way I see it playing out. They trade Deshaun Watson. He goes to another team. Everything is good. Everything is quiet. Week one of the NFL season, the attorney goes and he files a case in Houston. So now Deshaun Watson is going to have to, manages football duties with a new football team and still go back and play Houston and, and to Houston during the week sometimes or whenever. And they're not going to cut him any breaks whatsoever because he just doesn't want to play for the Texans. And there's a, there are people that just want to punish him because he doesn't want to play for the Texans. You know, the happy ending thing. (sighs) I mean, that's just a, another conversation. It never sees the inside of a court, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's just. It never sees the inside of a court. This is all just this, the system. They go, money's going to change hands. They'll be in. Even if he's, even if he's innocent, like, because his lawyer's just going to keep beating into his head. Like, dude, there's no, the longer you keep this conversation going, we go to court, the conversation's going to be every day during the trial. You can't win. You're just losing. You're losing. Your name is losing value every day that they're talking about this. And that's that's the thing. That's the thing. Your name is losing value. I can tell you one thing. No endorsements. I can tell tell you one thing about me. Unless I, if I, you know, somehow become extremely fortunate and amass a fortune of five hundred thousand dollars or whatever, you will probably never. You well, probably you will never have to worry about any prostitute coming forth and saying anything about me because. I don't want somebody that's paid to touch my to touch me to touch me. It's just not my thing. So it's like if we're going back, I just don't understand this whole shit from the beginning. Like the whole concept. It's just like I, I just don't get it. I don't get it. I've never understood that. I've never understood. It. I don't I don't get it. We all pay but for just, just because you don't do it and you don't want it. Don't mean the accusation may not come. Oh, it's going to come, you but got, I'm telling you, you it's a lie. But I'm telling you right now, it's a lie. <laughs> yeah, but that, and I'm going back. Like, but guess that, what? But, like, the four of us could be sitting in the room going, now, you know that, you know, that brother ain't do it. And doesn't matter because the rest of the world's hearing that you did it. And people, you know, people make up their minds and there's a new drama in 30 seconds. So guess what? They made up their mind and they moved on. They don't even right. hear half the time. They don't even hear the resolution right. of it. Yeah. They're not there. They're not there for the rest of the story. And I'm stubborn. I will tell if you stop me, if you yell at me in the street and you tell me, I'm be like, hey, get over here, motherfucker. Let me tell you what really happened. (laughs) That that there will take up a lot of time and energy, my friend. Uh, Question, though, like I I, I know you you and, you know, you and I in in that regard are sort of cut from the same cloth. Like, I, Mm. you know, Mm. I know at times I'm paying for it because I've I've, picked up some bit some pretty big checks 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, at dinner and stuff like that, or, mm-hmm. or for some bottles for trips. Oh, yeah. Acceptable, so acceptable. Paying, we can all one way or the other. We can all agree but, that's acceptable, but, but, right? But that, yeah. but that straight, you know, that straight money transaction, you know, okay, I, just not an, I'm not understanding that. But like at some point, like at some age, shouldn't that just be legal? Like I don't want, you know, I don't want 14, 50 year old girls thinking that's an option for their life. But if you're 55. Mm-hmm. And you decide, you know what? I'm not really, I'm not really, I'm not really trying to be wedded to nobody. Like I'm just gonna get my freak on. Mm-hmm. If I can pick up some kit change with this thing, why not? Fly my freak flag. <laughs> there, like, shouldn't there be an age where, like, yo, if you want to sell your pussy, sell your pussy. Who cares? There is always. I think be- that's kind of why. I think that's kind of why they let Robert Kraft off. He's like, yo, motherfucker's 83. You know, he ain't go buy an 18 year old. He went and bought like some 40 year old woman. Like, yo. You're 40 years old. You got to pay your bills. Pay your bills, woman. Damn. Listen, there's always going to be someone who's, there's always going to be someone that's judging like someone else. And I just fell into a trap. And I I thank you for telling me that horrible story just now. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to tell you why, because you reminded me of something. Because I was just judging people off of the top of my head for doing something that is completely and totally okay. All right. I just like you do what you want to do and everything. And I was thinking about it the other day when it came down to in regards to like, you know, it was something with drugs or maybe it was a Christian thing. Maybe it was a Christian thing. And it's just like just stop judging people just because you don't believe. Oh, here's what it was. I was saying to someone, people who have done people who have done cocaine are always harder who don't like smoking weed. They're always harder on weed smokers. They like, you know, if you haven't done cocaine in your life or it wasn't or if cocaine was your problem, it was your drug of choice and you got strung out and then like, you know, you went through rehab and you found Jesus or, you know, you did whatever it is and everything. They're always harder on people who smoke weed because they just never liked weed in the first place. They just didn't like it in the first place. I just don't agree with the whole thing about like the ordering, ordering like pussy a la carte. I just call it what it is and everything. <laughs> it is what it is, what it is. I just don't agree with it, but you know what I'm saying? I don't have a right to judge it. But you know what? If you're sitting at the Baccarat bar at 2 a.m. at the Bellagio in Las Vegas and somebody sits on your lap and, you know, drops their hand down, you know, to ask you if you want to party some. Sometimes like, well, I want to do nothing else anyway. <laughs> right. Well, like for some people, you know, it's thank you for telling like, us I, what I, happened in June of 2014. There should be a certain age limit where like, yeah, whatever. Like, go, go. Let me tell you something. This show. Like, really? You, you have to sit there and you got to sit there and talk to him, have dinner with him. Yeah, just go. I understand. You just you just trying to get to the end anyway. Right. Right. You ain't break you ain't hurt nobody's feelings now. You just you should make it a straight transaction. Like this show is an example of like, you know, what the internet like doesn't wish to have conversation about anymore. Cause like it's just like been one inappropriate thing after the other. And whenever we talk <laughs> about sex and dating, we always end up on the dinosaur end of the stick. But truth of the matter no, is these it was are things that are happening. Yeah, what, what they are happening things that are currently happening. Have it always been happening. But three, like, you know, America right. America draws some weird lines, some weird puritanical lines. And like, you know, there are places in Europe where it's no big deal. Like, 
you, know, you asked for a happy ending. Who doesn't want a happy ending? Yeah, I mean, that's, why, that's half the reason why we go there. I mean, the French have had mistresses forever, and you have a wife and you have a mistress. It was one of the reasons why I wanted to move to France in high school. And liberator. Like, you know, yeah, so has, so has uh, this country, dog. Yeah, and like, you know, yeah. As, and long, then, as long as there have been women. Right, and in an Italian culture. As long as there have, have been women, there have been mistresses. Yeah, you have the wife and you have the guma. It's or, like or the know, concubine as it may be. Or yeah, Asian. It's a, you have the you have the concubine and you have the wife. This is like why can't we talk about it? It's like if it if it or exists. Huh? What? Or the slave. Yeah, well, this, yeah, well, or the slave. Yeah, well, why, why can't I'm we? Saying. You know what I think it is? I think we're like, you know what? The part of the show, part of the show is about breaking down barriers and making things clear. And I think we've broken another barrier tonight. And the barrier <laughs> that we have broken tonight is that it's okay to be about it, just don't talk about it. It's what it is. Because and everything. Don't get, that, and don't get caught. And don't get caught doing it. Getting caught is subjective. And don't get caught doing it. Getting caught is subjective. You know what I'm saying? It's like like Robert Kraft got caught, but did he? Oh, but Robert Kraft is a white billionaire. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. Like, well, it's you're, subjective. You're, it's subjective. You're, you're a white billionaire. Right. You can, there's a lot you can get away with. It's subjective. He's you a know? billionaire protected by the police and the courts. Right. Whereas Robert is still like not admitting that he slept with that intern back in 2007. Because he can't. Right. <laughs> he can't. Trying to get my pension. They will still, that's right. Get your pension, brother. Get your dollars. <laughs> get your money. And you know what? On that, I think we're gonna have to wrap it up. We could go on and we could talk we could talk about this for another like <laughs> we could talk about anything for another like fifteen, twenty, half an hour, but nobody will listen to the podcast because it's too damn long. So I'm going to thank my guest today, Orlando Silent Man Walters. <laughs> yeah, so listen, they, I, I think Jack, I, I was, I, I had too much Jack uh, this evening, man. I'm, I'm, you know, let me, let me, I'm, I'm on that, you know, I'm on that after move. party vibe right now. Let me, let me, yeah, yeah. It's still good to see you. Let me tell you something, Orlando. <laughs> let me tell you something, Orlando. You've been doing good work for us. So yes, you yes. you can have I, as much that. Jack as you want. As much as you want. You know, when I raise my voice, that's when I'm, I really mean it. I really mean it. Mr. Robert Brooks. Aloha. It means hello and goodbye. It means hello and goodbye. <laughs> the man is just so smooth. Really? Still impressed, Rob. You're just, you're just, you're just, you're the one, man. Now. You're, you're the one. And. Owner of City Wings. 2896 West Grand Boulevard, Detroit, Michigan. I'm not really feeling your poisons today. Grant Lancaster. (laughs) (laughs) Don't go trying to step on Rob Smooth. Don't go trying to step on Rob Smooth. (laughs) You can't can't step on Rob Smooth. Rob Rob is, yeah. Yeah, Rob is is the the fucking sultan of smooth around here. (laughs) There you go. There you go. Born in Trouble, thanks for tuning in. Hopefully, we'll, we're praying for better days, and uh, next week, hopefully, we can. <sighs> anyway, Born in Trouble, peace. Peace.